This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! All righty, it's just Batman and Robin tonight after a long, crazy weekend, and what a weekend it was. So we got a lot to jump into. I'll start with the introductions. Let's welcome to the studio, Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at you got Flanders spelled with a PH. And you can also find me on my new platform, my OnlyFans account. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but what I'm not kidding about is you not being a Grinch. Whoever you are, whatever holiday you celebrate, the thing to do is to go to bonfire.com, go in the search tool. And type in TSS Fantasy and look at our lovely array of wearable t-shirt products. They have our beautiful TSS Fantasy logo on them. Buy them for your holiday, whatever you celebrate. You may just be celebrating football. It doesn't matter. Just buy the t-shirt, promote us, wear us proudly, and we will love you for it. Indeed. And in fact, ladies and gentlemen, we have now opened our new bonfire store. So we have a whole store you can go to. I put it up on tssfantasy.com. So be sure to visit us there. You can check out all our shows. Our rankings will be out tomorrow, so you can check that out there as well. But go to our website. If you want to hit the merchandise store, we have now brought some hoodies and some sweaters. Time to get busy for the fall, so we put that on there for you as well. Um, Also, don't forget tomorrow, on tomorrow's show, we're going to have Kelsey and DJ from High and Low Sports are going to be playing champs and chumps with us tomorrow. So that will be lots of fun. Also, don't forget to interact with us on all the social media websites, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever you want to call them. Love to hear you. Love to hear your interactions. Any lineup questions, um, especially on Sunday morning. Those are great as well. Um, Again, we're part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. So please check them out check out all the great podcasts on there from wrestling to racing to baseball to everything they have everything you could possibly want um, as well and on unhinged radio a 24 7 sports network having all of our shows featured on there listen to us 8 to 9 a.m make us part of your morning commute we 
are the fantasy show of the people. All right, let's move on to news and notes for over a busy week five. We'll start with Russell Wilson. I know it was a little farther back, but we can just start with the fact that he had surgery. Dr. Miller and I talked about it on Sunday morning um, extensively. Get the joke. Part of that extensor that was able, <laughs> able to work for Russell Wilson on his finger, um, unfortunately. So it's looking like either week 10 or beyond for Russell Wilson. Um, if I'm a fantasy owner, I'm good. You're, for me, it's okay to drop him because you're talking about week 10 at the earliest. And that's, that's, that's looking on the bright side of things. It's not nothing to say that he's going to come back week 10. Um, so I would be okay to drop him. What are your thoughts on that, Nick? Uh, you know, dropping Russell Wilson really never crossed my mind. I know, even though it's week 10, man, I'm, I, I'd be leery to drop him because um, you don't know if he's going to come back earlier. I know they said, you know, uh, week 10 or later. But according to uh, Pete Carroll, he's a fast healer. So I would, I don't know, if for me, I'd hold on to him. I'm, I'm not as a daredevil as uh, Commissioner Cooper is, but that uh, I would keep him, and then I would try and either a, get a decent trade or play stream every every week with the best quarterback matchup, and then go from there. I mean, that's two different philosophies. I'm more of a conservative, so I'd keep him just in case he comes back earlier. All right. Didn't know Nick was a conservative. Duly noted. Um, now let's talk about I Now, the only reason I brought up the uh, dropping him thing is that, you know, you're going on, you know, week after week after week with this dead weight on your roster. Who knows? You might now we're going in getting into the bye weeks. You might need to start somebody. It might be a desperation. I did pick somebody up. Why have that dead weight on your roster if you need it? That's all I'm saying. I think it'd be OK to drop them. All right. Let's go on to say. Quan Barkley, and ooh, boy, that looked ugly. Um, ankle injury for him. Devonta Booker or stepped in for him. 42 yards, touchdown, three receptions, 16 yards, and a touchdown as well. Um, so came up big for Saquon when he was out. I obviously will get to the waiver wire later, make him my, my number one priority. Um, thoughts on Barkley and Booker going forward, Nick? Uh, well, if you have Booker, uh, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, if you have Barkley, he's another one. You got to wait and see because now I think it's my estimation. Once they get the prognosis of what it is and if it's not too serious, I don't think they're going to be rushing them back. And especially look at their, um, look at their, look at their record as it comes up later on. If they slowly are further and further and further out, of playoff contention, they're not going to bring him back. There's going to be no point. So I hold on to him just to, just in case. I know it's dead weight, as Cooper just said, but um, it's Saquon Barkley. I mean, you can't drop him unless you have a stacked uh, backfield. Uh, if you have a backfield that's quality enough to carry you to get you through to the point where he may come back, then I'd say release him, cut bait, and then move on and try and find somebody else. But again. Um, if you're running back strapped, like a lot of people are, because there's not a lot of talent out there, I'd hold on to until there is no point of return. And then you got to let them go. 
right, so I think we're mixing our guys up because Saquon Barkley actually, it's reported now, it's a low ankle sprain, so maybe two to four weeks. I definitely wouldn't be cutting bait with Saquon. Oh, no, I keep him there. All right, so Daniel Jones, a concussion. Um, you know, we talked about the TBI with Dr. Miller on Teddy Bridgewater last week, but Teddy Bridgewater came in, played played an okay game, I guess, but maybe you know him having scrambled eggs for brains maybe made up for the reason he didn't play so well. Uh, but Daniel Jones, now in the concussion protocol, not sure when he might, might step up. Mike Glennon came in, played decently for him. Are you targeting Mike Glennon, uh, Nick, on the wire? Oh, no, not a chance. No, I am not targeting Mike Mike Glennon for for nothing. Okay, that was a that was a trick question because if you said yeah, I'd be hitting hitting the dumbass on you. So yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, All right, no. so so Kenny Galladay hyper extended knee. I mean, this guy, man, I you know that he's had opportunities to step up. I think it was what was it week two when he was on the sideline, you know, complaining, whining. Yep. You got Sterling Shepard out. You got uh, uh, Darius Slayton out. Um, you know, everyone's hurt, and you still can't step up. And now you hyperextended your knee. So we don't know the extent of his injury. Um, but, you know, hey, listen, you have a rookie um, centering around, as we saw with Tony when Tony came in. Well, I'll just move on to him real quick. Um, you know, this guy, 189 yards. He almost had 200 yards if he wouldn't have thrown a punch. <laughs> it wasn't for a punch he threw. He did have a 200-yard game um, getting thrown out of that one. So that was that's real interesting there. So just your thoughts on the um, Giants receiving core in general. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts on the Giants receiving core, I would cut bait with, with Ken Galladay because uh, he hasn't really done anything for you except frustrate you this whole season. Uh, and Kadarius Tony, I'd keep him. Um, uh, apparently, apparently Mike Glennon works pretty well with him. So, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick up Glennon, but I would pick up Tony if that makes sense. Uh, and, and the rest of the receivers, man, uh, wait and see. The Giants just are not a good team this year. Uh, neither record nor stat, neither nor fantasy wise. I just hope he does well only for the only just for the fact that each week I just want to say Tony 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 has done it again that's for sure. All right, let's go on to Joe Burrow throat contusion after a big hit. God, that remember he had the big t- I don't know if you saw it but he, you know, he takes the big hit he's down. I was sitting with Mary Jane, you know, I saw it in the corner and I'm like, "Hey, they're over there huddled around uh, you know, what's going on?" Uh he was down for a minute um but then was back in. I can't imagine he must have really got hit in the throat and <laughs> maybe wasn't able to breathe. I mean, who knows Probably. what's going on um, at that point. So interesting, but looks like he's going to be okay uh, there. Najee Harris, a calf cramp that came up, kind of limited him towards the end. I'm not really sure, but listen – they're using the hell out of Najee Harris. So I can imagine everything's probably cramping on that kid um, because they're just using the hell out of him. Um, so, but anyway, he looks like he's okay. Tyreek Hill also with a knee injury last night. Great game last night, by the way, by the Bills. Um, but it looks like it's minor. Looks like he's not going to miss anything that was tweeted out prior to us coming on. However, in that game, the big news though, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire sprained MCL at least a few weeks so question to you, even prior to that, though, 
uh, before he got hurt. Um, obviously, I was watching that very uh, intently because I had somebody who had Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, and man, to my um, happily surprised uh, <laughs> viewership, it was a three man rotation uh, from the beginning with um, Daryl Williams, Jarek McKinnon. So, question for you on that. Are you targeting one of these two guys? If so, who and why? Um, if I were to, depends on my situation, depends on my running back uh, situation. But if I would, I would, I would get, uh, Williams. I think he's a better quality runner. I think he's a a more polished receiver out of the backfield. And, uh, it's funny enough, we were talking about it, um, one of our, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Players and I on during the draft night, uh, Jared McKinnon has just been a disappointment when he left Minnesota. He was supposed to go to, when he went to uh, San Francisco, he was supposed to be like the next big thing. And he became out to be the next big dud. So I would avoid him and I would pick up Williams and hope and pray that they can piece something together. Uh, will he play like Edwards Lair? I doubt it. Would he get close? He'd probably get close. He'd probably get you about 11, 12 points a game. Yeah. Nice plus so, option for you. So it's interesting uh, with Daryl Williams. I agree. He's obviously going to be the guy there. Uh, I think McKinnon's going to be that spell passing back. Um, however, um, you know, you're somewhat correct with McKinnon being a disappointment, but there's also been, he's had some huge games also with the Saints, uh, with the Niners, just off and on really big games. So as you, we mentioned earlier, these bye weeks are coming up. So to me, it's okay to stack guys, even in a, in a high powered offense. I don't think it, I think it's okay to take a stab on McKinnon. Who knows what might happen? You might be, you know, have a couple injuries, not being able to get up on the waiver wire as these bye weeks continue. So you want to at least have someone that has at least something that might give you a, a little bit of points during the bye week situation. All right, Tom Brady hurt his thumb. Poor guy. Oh, well, moving the hell on. I don't even want to talk about that. Damian Harris. <laughs> uh, Damian Harris. Let's go to that tech game. 
He gets rib injury, chest injury, plus he fumbled so at the goal line. So it's not good. Uh, you know, he was somebody else I was going against, actually. So another game I was particularly watching um, and noticed he was just gone. Um, so uh, interesting situation there. Now, your guy, you you t- talked this guy up, Ramondre Stevens, during the um, preseason um, and looks like they might be the guy they're turning to, but who knows? Because it might be up to Bellatrix um, once right. again, of course. Um, Juju Smith, bye bye, unfortunately, shoulder injury ending his season. Um, but definitely uh, for me, that brings up Claypool, obviously, a lot, and Deontay Johnson, both having good games, by the way, um, this week. So, again, um, good, that again, will, uh, good things for those owners because again, that will bring things up, lessen the targets down for uh, obviously with Juju gone. <clears throat> Max Williams, who is having somewhat of, I guess, uh, what you would call a breakout season, the tight end for the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. um, knee injury could be ACL. The last time I saw uh, wasn't confirmed yet, but could be it was one of those planted. Um, get hit injuries, which unfortunately end up being the ACL uh, tears usually. Uh, Curtis Samuel, groin, still not good. Um, you know, I think it's time to cut bait with Curtis Samuel. Um, Most this, this particular injury, uh, you know, if you're still coming back from it, it's still reaggravating. Something's right with you, my friend. Um, time to Time to take a little bit of a break for you. And Quintus Cephas, to end things off, um, I just saw right before we came on, actually broke his collarbone, and he is done for the season. So that wow. <clears throat> so uh, TJ Hawkinson obviously still should be a hot commodity no matter what. Um, although a big disappointment this particular weekend. All right, uh, we're gonna get on to um, some. We're gonna get on to who are our big performers this week. Before we do that, just a quick reminder: weeks are ahead. So I'm just gonna tell you early, get you really early, tell you. Because the we're going to talk about the waiver wire, and it's going to be real important as these weeks come on. So if you're new to fantasy football, definitely start paying attention now because the bye week when you really separate yourself from others. Got to be deep in certain positions so you're ready to rumble. All right, we'll take a quick, quick break, and when we come back, again, we'll talk about this week's top performers. Hey, Flander fans, this is... Nick, you got Flander from TSSFantasy.com. Do you ever find yourself needing financial help and don't know where to turn and you live in the New York area? Well, Shelton Financial Management LLC is your answer because they do all of the following. Audits, reviews, and in addition to bookkeeping, business consulting, tax prep, and much, much more, they do it all. To contact them for your financial business needs, you can find Shelton Financial Management LLC right here on Facebook or directly at the following number 585-376-0574 and on the web at Shelton Financial Management LLC.com. Shelton Financial Management LLC is our number one pick for our financial needs. All right, so let's talk about the top performers this week. We'll start with the quarterback position. Uh, Justin Herbert, number one, 46.8 points. Tom Brady, number two, 41.85. Josh Allen, 39.65. Jameis Winston, a surprising good game, 35. Um, David Mills, I think the biggest surprise in the top, Mm. number five at 27.8. 
Baker Mayfield. What a great game that was. 26.05. Uh, Dak Prescott, 25.7. Number seven. Number eight is Matt Ryan uh, with 25. Jalen Hurts at number nine with 24.9. And Trevor Lawrence finishing off at 24.5. So biggest, obviously, David Mills is going to be the biggest surprise for you. But that's what I want to ask. Biggest surprise out of the top ten. Um, you can give me another one besides David Mills. Uh, but you can talk about him, too. <laughs> yeah, I I got three. Uh, Davis Mills, I was surprised. That's got to be a large uh, contribution to the poor play of the uh, Patriots defense, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, and then Baker Mayfield, uh, it's nice he showed up. Uh, that was a fantasy bonanza. And also, I'm surprised to see, honestly, I'm surprised to see Trevor Lawrence on there because uh, he has not been living up to his to his draft hype. And I'm not putting all that on uh, Trevor Lawrence. I'm putting that mainly on the coaching staff and the game planning. And uh, I'm also surprised to see Winston on there with 30 and a half points. Yeah, well, he was, um, I believe one of us put him, uh, it wasn't me, but one of us put him as a starter this week um, because of that FT defense. You know, it's just been non-existent. So I, I am a little surprised, but not, you know, totally shocked by it. Um, David Mills, like I said, huge surprise. Uh, it was super funny, and we'll, we'll talk about that game in a minute, um, but it's funny what ended up happening in that game. And we t- they talked about it, we talked about it. Bill Belichick was going to shut down Brandon Cooks. And, you know, that's what they were going to do. They were going to shut down Brandon Cooks. They have nothing else. <laughs> they said, okay, that's cool. What he does. We're, okay, cool. You shut him down. We're going to throw it to everybody else. And they were wide-ass open, and he hit them. So um, it was a great job uh, watching that game. I was really impressed with Mills and the, and the job that they did. <clears throat> and Baker Mayfield – um, you know, again, we'll talk. That was a great game. We'll we'll get into that in a minute. Again, I don't want to get too far into the analysis of it. Um, uh, you know, I'm seriously, seriously worried about OBJ as far as just his future in Cleveland. Like next week, I I just was shocked at the amount of times that they had passing situations and instead of throwing instead of throwing it to him it was to someone else it was to mm-hmm. Najoku it was yep. to somebody different than him like he was I'm- not getting the looks and that I mean that's scary I seen him one time and and it, and again I didn't see it but the the Hail Mary at the end I didn't even see him down there for that I was no. I, right okay so I no. thought it was I mean no. where's where's OBJ what with the big jumping in the I'm so I don't know what's going on there, but um, some big, big issues. Um, I'll just throw up our rankings up there and just say, um, you know, as the fantasy show of the people, we're always honest and we always base this show on the fact that we're all just guessing, just like everyone else. It usually ends up 50 50, and that's pretty much what we got here in our top 10. Got five out of the top 10 right. Um, so not too shabby. Hit a hit fifty percent on the quarterbacks. All right, let's talk about the top running backs uh, this week. At number one, Derrick Henry, and I use standard scoring this time. I'll kind of go back and forth each week because some people do standards, some do PPR. So we just went with standard on this one. Derrick Henry, thirty-one points. Austin Eckler, twenty-nine point nine points. I think he got a little more in PPR. Um, Alvin Kamara, twenty-four point two. Him the same. 
Ezekiel Elliott, 23.2. Nick Chubb, number five, 23 points. Number six, Miles Gaskin, 21.9 points. Number seven, Alexander Madison, 21.3. Number eight, Kareem Hunt. I mean, it's just unreal, this Cleveland offense, 20.9. Number nine, James Robinson. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood all year so far has been nice. And Najee Harris, again, 20.2. I'm sure he got more in PPR um, for every week. Um, So big surprises for you in the top 10 this week. Oh, I'm going to go right to number six. I mean, (laughs) Miles Gaskin against that – that run defense of, of Tampa Bay. I was like, holy crap. But I mean, his, his, one of his biggest gains was, was that deep pass. Right. You, I said it on the show last week. If you're going to pass on anybody, it's going to be Tampa Bay because they're dead last against the pass. They're, they're even worse than the chiefs. And he just, he just caught that bomb. And, uh, Brissett didn't look too bad either. I don't remember exactly what his, what his, what his numbers were, but again, if you're going to get right, against uh, a defense that you need to pass. Tampa Bay is it. And um, Gaskin showed up, and he showed out, and uh, he looked good. He looked really, really, really good. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, Teddy Blackman, friend of the show, I was in a uh, conversation with him today. Um, and he, you could tell he's a big Bucks fan. He could tell he was getting all, uh, getting all a little honorary. And when I was telling him, I just said, look, I mean, the Bucks secondary is trash. He starts saying, well, they're comparing this, the front line to the 2000 Ravens. What you got to say about that? I'm like, well, if they're comparing that line to the old, old 2000 Ravens, well, let's compare that secondary to like the seventies era's Bucks. Cause that's yeah. about where you're at, bro. So, uh, and <laughs> So I'm yeah, guessing he didn't like that too much. Nah, you know, you, you know, I get into it. It's always, always good fun. All right. Um, anyone else a big surprise on that list? Uh, no, I could say Madison, but whenever Madison steps in behind that uh, offensive line for uh, Cook, he's good. Uh, James Robinson. James Robinson is the only viable Jaguar to even play at this point. Um. And no, you got you got the rest of the usual suspects in there. Uh, Kamara stepped up. I I like to see that, but that's it. Everyone else is pretty much shuffle the deck, and they're all going to be in there somewhere. Yeah, indeed, absolutely. All right, we'll bring up our rankings through from last week. So yeah, we actually did pretty good in this. Um, pretty much everything we got Saquon in there. Can't really predict injuries. Obviously, Dalvin Cook was a last-minute scratch that we didn't know, so Patterson in there for us. Um, and, you know, Cordell Patterson still had a decent day. We, we got Austin Eckler in there as well. Um, so, again, a decent day for us. I think we got actually probably hit around 80 to 90% on the running back, so not too bad there. All right, the receivers are a much different story. And I find mm. it interesting because that's when, when we did the drafts this year, you know, we kept talking about – how it, um, you know, how it's kind of a crapshoot once you get past a certain mark. I mean, all these receivers were pretty much the same. I mean, and it's been kind of like that where it's been hit and miss each week on receivers. So here's here this week, you got Mike Williams, though, and he's been super consistent. Um, I did not think, you know, I thought this was the game we're going to finally get back down to earth in my It did not happen. Um, he still had another great game. Devontae Adams on a next level again, 26.6. Number three, Antonio Brown. If you listen to TS, Wake Up with TSS, I told you the receiver that was going to go off. It was going to be Antonio, and that was the guy. 
Mike Evans also went off, though, so it wasn't like I was telling him anything crazy. 23.3 points for him. Number five, Jamar Chase, 21.9 points. Man, I'm telling you, he's just, just been nasty all year. DK Metcalf, 21.8. Uh, Marquez Callaway with that with the Hail Mary at the end. I mean, 20.5 with him. Um, we talked about him earlier. Kadaris Tony, 19.6, became basically the, the only uh, uh, giant to catch the ball at that point. Um, Chase Claypool with 19, and Corton Sutton uh, ended up with 18 on his list. Anyone a big surprise to you on the receiver list? Uh, on the receiver list, I think – you know, it's, it was a surprise to me that he's that he's keeping this up, and it's no surprise to anybody else. But I'm going to own it. I'm going to say with Jamar Chase because I didn't think that he'd have it in him to sustain uh, this. I know Cooper, and as always, I said before, the host is always right. So uh, I'm I'm happy that he's doing well. I'd be happier if he was if he was wearing black and gold in that division. But again, uh, he's he's doing well. And then Marquez Callaway showed up. We haven't seen him since uh, the preseason. preseason. <laughs> good job, good job for him, and good job for Jameis. And again, if it wasn't for the punch, uh, Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony would have been a two hundred yard receiver this week. So he's got to keep his temper in check. Indeed. Yes, you do, young man. Please do so. Us fantasy owners who want to pick you up, we want to slide you in for sure. Now, I'm going to show you the rankings, and it's funny. Like I said, um, what a big difference between the running backs, how right we were, and how wrong we were on the receivers. We got a few of right. Um, you know, Devontae Adams we got in there, but everyone else, I think we got Debo, but maybe so about shooting 20% on the receiver. Everything mm. else was a crapshoot, unfortunately, because, you know, and and again, somebody I want to point out in our rankings um, that we'll probably talk about tomorrow. I know we got a new little segment we want to talk about, um, you know, dropping players and stuff, but not to drop him, but somebody to be concerned about is A.J. Brown, my friend. You had no Julio. You were the only option against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you still didn't show up. Boy, that is trouble. That's all I got to say. I great year last year i am just shocked the way it started so far all right let's bring up the tight end position here's our big guys we talked about ninjoku already what a great game he had 20.9 points kyle pitts got him as the number one end week again i mean you know he was with no calvin ridley i mean this was the time for him to step up and he did 17.9 Dawson Knox. Wow. I mean, it's so funny. I wish we could play back shows because I I think it was like the second or third show. I was just, I just remember saying like, I keep seeing this name rolling. Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox. I mean, he's just always there. He has now worked his way. He is the number two tight end for this year. So remember we talked about preseason two. There is always that guy who steps up that we're not talking about and welcome Dawson Knox. Here he is. He is here to play. Number four, Hunter Henry, 13.5. Travis Kelsey, 11.7. Um, uh, Parham Jr., 10.9. Hurst, uh, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't even know his first name. I just put D. Um, Hayden Hurst, uh, 10 points. Dalton Schultz, 7.9. Tyler Higby at 7.4. And 
M. Pruitt with 7.4 points. That's how bad the tight end position is down the stretch. Listen, Darren Waller, where did you show? I mean, I don't even know where he went. TJ Hawkinson went by. Any big surprises uh, for you on the leaders in the tight end slot? Uh, a couple of things. It's just that I can't believe – well, we, we kind of knew, but it's coming to fruition the fact that the tight end position is so thin. It's like paper thin. Once you get past six, it's, you know, so it, it's a crapshoot. Uh, if Rob Gronkowski was the steal of the draft, at least in our league, the steal of the waiver wire is, Daw- is Dawson Knox, and I'm glad that I have him because uh, he is, he's got five touchdowns in, in the past six games. I mean, he is just balling out. And I don't even know who M. Pruitt is. I don't know what team he plays for. I don't know if his name is Matthew or Mark. But uh, welcome to the top 10 with 7.4 points. That just tells you, folks, how thin the tight end position is. It's almost, um, it's almost like a throwaway position now. And we, in our league, we even talked about doing away with it. And then we decided, all right, let's just keep it. And Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You know, I don't know how it is in other leagues. They go with the zero running back theory. You might want to go with the zero tight end theory. Yeah, um, it's, it's definitely not, not a no bueno <laughs> once you get past, but even the big people, you know, certain weeks, they're just not there sometimes. So, um, you know, the tight end position, it's tricky. Uh, but that's what makes it fun though, too. You got to find the guy each week, you know, it might be your week or might not. All right. So again, here's our tight end list and our rankings. Again, not a great week. Um, but again, we were targeting some of the, the bigger names as usual. And unfortunately, uh, they didn't show up as much, but we got a few of the guys in there. Also, we had in our top 10, of course. Um, Kyle Pitts, of course, I'd say was number one. Travis, of course, was in there. Um, the rest of them, though, pretty much a miss this week. So yeah, yeah it's a <laughs> All right, well, last thing we'll talk about is our defenses. So on defenses this week, our top performers, Bills at number one with 20 points. Eagles came in at number two. That was a big surprise, 18 points. Titans at number three uh, with 14. The Panthers at number four with 13, so they're tied. Number five, Cowboys came up uh, big with 12. Um, Vikings at number six, 11 uh, Bucks seven with ten points. Uh, Bears eight uh, with ten points. Rams, Cardinals, Packers all finish us up the top ten with 
nine points. Any huge surprises you see on your list on the list there? You know, I don't know how long your list is, but I'm looking for the Broncos, and I don't see them on that list anywhere. Uh, I'm happy that they faltered to my Steelers, but at the same time, uh, they made us all look silly because we all picked them to do well. Uh, my biggest surprise has got to be number two, Philadelphia. I uh, they just they just showed up. Uh, you know, every dog has his day, and uh, yesterday was theirs against. Um, Carolina, they held Dalton, not Dalton. Um, uh, what's his name? The quarterback. The uh, I'm sorry, Sam Darnold. I mean, yeah, Darnold. They, I'm sorry, they kept Darnold in check. He didn't get a rushing touchdown this week. I was I was happily surprised because I was playing against him, but I was really surprised, and I'm really still surprised to see the Cowboys up there in the in the top ten. I figured that they, they start to falter, but they're but they're holding their own. And um, kudos to them. They are, I hate to say it, but they are for real this year. So watch yeah, out for them. They're interesting because of, I mentioned on the uh, morning show about them, they're they're very opportunistic in a sense. So they, they're making turnovers now as before they weren't. Um, but um, at the same time, they're still not stopping their opponents neither. So it's not like their gangbuster um, must start defense each week, but uh, they're interesting by making plays each week. They are doing well for fantasy. Yeah, you right, can still take- on. right, exactly. I think um, if I remember correctly now, I don't know after this week, obviously, but uh, before the weekend started, they were 29th or something or so in, against the pass. So, again, mm-hmm. not, not the greatest defense, but, again, oppor- opportunities are coming their way. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to break down or just look at some of the big games this weekend. Oh, boy, it was a fun weekend indeed. And we'll come right back and talk about those. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. And I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy, finger-licking good, check out Irie Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. All right. Every time I hear that commercial... I, I'm, I'm, I know it's not going to happen, but I always want to hear where the licking is for the sticking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving right along. Start. <laughs> oh, goodness me, oh my. That, first you got your OnlyFans page, and now you want to lick in with the sticking. I don't know what's going on today. They don't call me Flanders for nothing. <laughs> Indeed. All right. All right. Well, let's start with our Sunday breakdown. All right. I had to stop that before it got too crazy. All right. Um, real quick. Jets and the Falcons over in London. Uh, waking up early, watching that one. Uh, Jets uh, did not show up. Zach Wilson looked like a deer in headlights again uh, when last week he looked like he was decent. Um, so did not show up 192 yards with a pick. Uh, Michael Carter had an okay game, 38 yards, a touchdown, and looks like he got three receptions for 20 yards. Um, Tyler Johnson was just plays decent as well. 
Um, he had uh, had a touchdown with only 12 yards. On the Falcon side, Matt Ryan, great game for him, 342 yards, two TDs. Cordell Patterson had a had a good Cordell Patterson day. wasn't the normal, but he had 54 yards on the ground, seven receptions for 60 yards. Kyle Pitts mentioned him earlier, 119 yards and a TD. Um, so that Falcons win 27-20. Any reaction for you from that game, Nick? Yeah, uh, I remember I was watching the game, you know, eating my breakfast cereal, and I saw a stat. Uh, it was it was about Zach Wilson and. There were he was he was the leading uh, quarterback throwing uh, interception off of a play action pass, and the very next play they did a play action pass and he threw a pick. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and also we also mentioned uh, on the show that um, Corey Davis was going to have was predicted to have a big game. He only had seven targets, four receptions, and in 45 yards. And I was, I was also disappointed in the fact that uh, Jameson Crowder only had 24 yards receiving. So um, again, it was to be expected that Atlanta was going to win. And I believe the official pronunciation of Mr. Patterson is Cordero. So uh, they kept saying Cordero, Cordero. So I think they got it right. Uh, Matt Ryan, big game, 342. Two TDs, no picks. Uh, he, they, they showed up, and especially Mr. Pitts made a made a sighting off the um, milk carton. So he's on, and I guess it was helpful that the two receivers didn't show up uh, to go <laughs> on the plane trip. So uh, good job for them. If you had a fantasy owner and you had Kyle Pitts, you had a happy day. Indeed, and yes, you did. All right, let's move on to one of the surprises of the day, the Patriots. Like I mentioned, I talked about this earlier. David Mills um, really showed out and proved, like I said, Bill Belichick came into this game thinking, I'm going to shut down Brandon Cooks, and that's going to be it. Well, he was wrong because David Mills made him pay um, big time. 312 yards, three TD, so big day for him. Um, Again, I don't know their first names even, so this is where we're going here. C. Moore, 109 yards with a touchdown. Uh, this is Curtis Conley, I guess, three receptions, 84 yards and a touchdown. D. Johnson, five receptions, 46 yards. It's almost like you're playing in a video game and you just don't know who the players are on this team that they're playing against. I mean, that's literally what was going on. Uh, but yeah. David Mills made him pay. Um, offensively, the Patriots, though, came back when Mac Jones had a good game, still 231 yards, touchdown, but he did throw a pick. Um, Damian Harris, we mentioned him earlier, had the fumble at the goal line again, so could have had a really good day. He had 58 yards and a touchdown. Brandon Bolden came in, looked decent, and Rashad Stevenson, he had 11 carries after that. So it looks like I said they're going to rely heavily on him. Uh, Hunter Henry, again, with a good day, six receptions, 79 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers continues to be a target guy, but not a guy who gets in the end zone. Four receptions, 56 yards there. Big takeaway from that game, Nick. Uh, yeah, not only, not only that game, just the season in general, uh, Nelson Aguilar, I thought he was going to have a bigger presence in that, in that receiving core. I guess he's just not doing it the Patriot way. Uh, he's, he's not showing up in any, hardly any of the stat sheets. And I was looking forward to more production out of the three running backs that, that Houston has, uh, 
uh, quick math, maybe they got 80 yards combined. So they're not good. Uh, we knew that Houston was not good. Houston, you definitely do have a problem. And it's all over the place. So uh, Davis Mills is your is your leading passer. And um, they got it wrong from jump. They should have... They should have had uh, Deshaun Watson have more input because at least he'd be on the field. So, yeah, um, yeah they're looking at another. They're looking at a at a one in sixteen, two in fifteen season. Yeah, not looking good at all. I do agree with that. All right, another great game uh, was the Eagles and the Panthers. This was a fun one to watch. Um, you know, the Eagles worked their way back into this ball game. 198 yards for Jalen Hurts uh, on in the air. Wasn't one of the Jalen Hurt type games that you normally see. Um, had the had the pick as well, um, and he only had 30 yards on the ground, but got two rushing touchdowns. So that's all that matters. Um, and Miles Sanders, at least they ran the ball a little more. 11 carries, 45 yards. So at least we got a little bit um, from the running game. Five receptions for him, though, only six yards, so didn't really go uh, crazy there. Um, so on the Panther side, Sam Darnold, um, kind of pedestrian day, and then kind of came to earth a little bit. 177 yards, one TD, three interceptions, three INTs, so that's huge. Chuba Hubbard, 101 yards on the ground, so he had a decent day with five receptions and 33 yards. Christian McCaffrey should be back next week, so we can get him back to his normal role there. Any big takeaway from the Eagles and Panthers? Uh, my big takeaway is the only two viable and must-starts, if you have any Eagles, are Hertz and Smith. That's it. None of them produce anything worth, worth starting. Roster them. Use them in a pinch if you have to, like bye weeks and whatnot. But the only two players worth – Having on your on your starting roster is is Hertz and Smith and uh, Chuba showed up. Chuba had a nice game. Uh, DJ Moore faltered. I was just surprised and happy to see that the Eagles kept them in check. Uh, it doesn't really show up on the stat sheet for fantasy, but uh, big pay big play Slay showed up. He had two picks, and so did Stephen Nelson to add to that eighteen point Eagle performance. So. Yeah. Uh, again, every dog has their day. Uh, that was Philly because next week we got the Bucks. Wow, little little promo for the team involved with this analysis. He's doing it right tonight. All right, so let's go to and FT. Um, this one was interesting that Jameis Winston had another of his coming out parties. Um, we'll see what happens next week. 279 yards, four TDs. He did throw the pick um, as well. Uh, but again, big big day for Jamison. He also ran for 26 yards. Alvin Kamara, 16, um, 16 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Looks like he figured out how to throw to Alvin now. So five receptions, 51 yards, and another touchdown. So two on the day for him. We talked about Cal- Callaway earlier, four receptions, 85 yards, two TDs. So obviously a lot coming off the big Hail Mary um, with that. Um, D. Harris, one reception, 72 yards, and a touchdown. I don't know if you're really targeting him at <laughs> the waiver wire. Looks like he got kind of lucky at that point. Taylor, yeah. uh, Tyler Key, unfortunately, just didn't come to play. 200, you know, Saints defense tough, though. 248 uh, yards, two interceptions. Um, so nothing really crazy for him. Antonio Gibson, though, still, he had a good day. 60 yards, two touchdowns. Um, two receptions, 12 yards there. Um, so a decent day for Antonio Gibson. Pretty much um, 
Uh, pretty much it as far as their offense was concerned. Uh, scary Terry got scared and didn't show up uh, for this game. All right, any big takeaways from this, Nick? Uh, big takeaways. Uh, not really. Just the fact that you know it's nice to see for all the Alvin Kamara owners. Show uh, he showed up. He got seventy-one yards, like you said, and, and a touch. And uh, he also scored on receiving. And Antonio Gibson, I had him on my bench because he was a game-time decision. And he had 19 points. Now, lucky for me, one of my boys helped me out, did me a solid, gave me a nice trade with uh, with uh, Madison from, from Minnesota. So he helped me out. I didn't need him, but it was nice that, that he was there. And uh, But, yeah, so a good – so anytime you're worried about Antonio Gibson, I guess it's not to worry because he's playing through a stress fracture on his shin. Other than that, uh, no, just disappointing days for um, McLaren and um, Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Nikki. Yeah, Dr. Miller and I talked about him prior to this uh, to the game, and it's just amazing he's playing on that. Um, Got to be careful for sure as the season progresses. All right, let's go on to uh, the Titans and the Jaguars. Boy, this is uh, interesting statistically speaking. Derrick Henry, again, making me look good for that number one overall pick. He is doing it and doing it well every week. 130 yards, three touchdowns. Um, in the and didn't get any receptions this game, so he didn't utilize them in the air like they have been. But the running on the ground, just running all over Jacksonville. Um, Ryan Inahill, a pedestrian day again, 197 yards and a touchdown. I'm really surprised that he was a that sneaky pick for everybody this year, but he is not doing very well. Three rushes and 21 yards. And I mentioned earlier, very worried about AJ. That is three receptions for 38 yards, is no bueno. Um, on the Jaguar side, Trevor Lawrence, good game, 20, 273 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Um, decent, you know, okay. Uh, James Robinson, again, having a great, another great game, 149 yards and a touchdown. Um, and I'm sitting here, I, I'm a little distracted. I apologize because I'm watching the Monday night uh, game. Obviously, this is going on. Lamar Jackson just almost took it in uh, for a touchdown the goal line, but fumbled. It's really close, but it looks like they ruled in the Colts' favor, so they picked it up and took that thing to the house. So no touchdown or no touchdown for Lamar on that drive. However, he's having a great game. Oh, maybe it's not a touchdown. Okay, they ruled the Colts down, but they're taking the fumble. So really interesting game going on. Lamar's having a good night, but denied the touchdown there for sure. All right, let's go on. Uh, we'll talk about the good, one of the greater games we saw I saw over the weekend the Packers and the Bengals. What a great game this was, especially if you're sitting here, wa- you know, watching uh, for field goals. Like, what an interesting close! What an interesting close it was. Because I, you know, every time I saw Mason Crosby come up, I'm like, all right, you know, he's finished. It's it's over. He's adjusted to the wind. Whatever it was, not so fast, my friend. As they say, it was just steady, steady working. Um, 
steady work in the wins, unfortunately. So they just kept missing back and forth. It was really, really fun game to watch. Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things, 344 yards, two TDs and a pick. Um, Aaron Jones had a good day, 103 yards. Although I've seen A.J. Dillon a lot. They're using him a lot in the passing game. Um, and he had eight carries for 30 yards, and he also had four receptions for 49 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so interesting to see how they're utilizing Thunder Thighs um, as well. Devontae Adams, 11 receptions, 206 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it don't get any better than that. If you use the high draft pick on Devontae Adams, he is showing you how it's done for sure. Um, and it looks like age, uh, excuse me, um, Randall Cobb put in two receptions for 30 yards as well on the, on the, (laughs) on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow. I mean, this kid's just looking better and better as the season goes 281 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Joe Mixon was actually able to go this game. I didn't think he was even playing. I saw him later on go. I thought it was Sanjay Perino game. I didn't even know Joe Mixon was able to go. Um, he actually got in 10 carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Sanjay Perino, 11 carries, 59 yards. Wasn't like he wasn't doing horrible. Um, Sanjay Perino also got two receptions uh, for 24 yards and also scored as well. And Jamar Chase, I mentioned him earlier, six receptions, 159 yards, and a touchdown. All he does, as Andrew Siliano pointed out, is catch long touchdowns. Thoughts on this and takeaways from this game? Yeah, uh, thoughts on this game, man. If you had either of the kick kickers, you were kicking the TV. I'm, tell- I'm telling you what. <laughs> and especially if you, if your league gave you minus points for uh, missed field goals. I know mm-hmm. some leagues do, some leagues do not. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is is Aaron Rodgers. The passing game, it's Devontae Adams and pretty much nobody else. I don't know where the hell Robert Tunyon went. Uh, I'm glad that I got rid of him. I actually traded him away. Um, Guy was begging me for him, and uh, it (laughs) happened. Made the trade. Um, I said, here, take him. Uh, And Joe Burrow is a pro. He is a consummate pro. He just goes in there, does his job, doesn't complain, and uh, I think he's going to be a good one for a long, long time. Um, and I knew that Samaj P. Ryan wasn't going to do anything. Uh, surprised <laughs> that Mixon stepped in. And uh, after the big game that uh, that Azuma had, that that won the Thursday nighter, uh, again, he just went right back to form, and you never heard from him again. He Azuma uh, to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a side note, we didn't cover it yet, but um, as being – a uh, Carson Wentz apologist. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back. He is back. He is back. I'm telling you, he is back. He's throwing it like he's thrown in 2017. Everybody that that hates Carson Wentz, in your face. <laughs> all right, let's. All right, we. I was going to mention that we're getting close up to. It. I want to. I want to go over one other game. We'll we'll go over the waiver wires real quick, and then we'll talk about Monday nights. What's going on right now? All right, real quick. Just talk real quick. The Browns Chargers game. What a game that was. I mean, if you if you had like, talk about the fantasy bonanza game. If you had somebody in this game, you were loving life. Um, indeed, for sure. Forty-seven to forty-two. What an amazing game this was. Baker Mayfield, I mean, still showed up a little bit. 305 yards, two TDs. Nick Chubb, 161 yards, a touchdown. Um, and uh, on the on, in the air, a reception for nine yards. Kareem Hunt, 61 yards, two touchdowns. 
receptions, 28 yards. It's just nonstop. And we talked about it in a joker earlier. Herbert, 398 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, geez, oh, please, this doesn't get any better than that. Eckler had a great game as well, 66 yards, two TDs. Herbert also ran one in. I apologize. He ran for 29 and ran one in. I forgot to mention that as well. Um, Austin, Austin Eckler, five receptions, 40, 53 yards and a TD. Mike Williams, eight receptions, 165 yards, two TDs. Any takeaways from this one, my friend? Uh, yeah, the Ravens just took it away from Carson Wentz. Um, no, uh, Baker Mayfield, he found 300 yards. I don't know where the hell he found it, but he found 300 yards. Uh, Kareem Hunt doing it on the ground and the air. And, um, Mike Williams, again, I don't know what he's, I don't know if he's eating his Wheaties before the game or what he's doing, but every week this guy is showing up. He's showing out. He's doing his thing. And, Keenan Allen, um, I'm a Keenan Allen owner. It's just becoming incredibly frustrating every mm-hmm. single week. Uh, I feel you if you're a Keenan Allen owner. <laughs> he only had 75. I mean, you talk about Baker, frustrated for the Baker owners. Um, Keenan Allen owners, uh, 75 yards on out of 47 points, and you don't score. Uh, that's rough. And I just want to backtrack – um, to the one game, the Jaguars are now enjoying a 20 game losing streak. They haven't won since December of 2019. I looked wow. it up yesterday. Wow. And the last team they, they beat was the Tennessee Titans. So, wow. Wow. Uh, they're on a 20 game losing streak. Yeah. So, hey, listen, they, if there's a good way for them to get off it, it's going to be this week. That's for sure. All right. Let's talk about the waiver wire targets for this week. All right. So you guys got to get ready. Got to throw those in there because we got some guys available for you to grab. We talked about Devontae uh, Booker. I, I put him as the number one guy to grab this week. It looks like a low ankle sprain for uh, Saquon. However, um, you never know how long and you never know how the healing process goes. Might be a twinge here and there. So, and especially an ankle injury, once you do that once, you are prone to do it again. His look horrible, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's a low ankle sprain, to be honest. Um, so Devonta Booker for me, number one. Um, we talked about him earlier, but are you targeting Devonta as your number one name? No. If you're on the way earlier. No, I am not. Devonte Booker for the, yep. for the Giants. Uh, if I need one, if if I need a back, he'd probably be the best back available. Um, according to to ESPN, uh, the best back available last week was with Damian Williams. So, um, and then then we have Latavius Murray at number four, Collins at two, and P Ryan at three. So I'm going to sh- be sure that Booker is going to vault up to number one this week. Yeah, for sure. And um, Daryl Williams at number two um, as well. We talked about him already with the three back set. Um, so I'm not really sure I'm, you know, divide, uh, using that waiver wire for him. Um, but, you know, again, in a pinch, it's again, depending on who you have, if, if um, you know, you're not set, if it's a different waiver wire system, you know, than most and you can reset each week then take the, take the shot. Why not? Ricky Seals Jones have at number three. He saw a lot of targets in this Washington offense. Um, so I like him going forward again with the FT defense. Um, 
struggling a bit, so they're going to be throwing still a lot. So somebody to definitely look out for as well. Uh, Kadarius Tony, we brought him up earlier. He's been he was the target monster, going to be the only last man standing. So definitely somebody to look at if you need a receiver as these bye weeks are coming up again. Definitely grab Kadarius Tony. Ramondre Stevens talked about Stevenson, excuse me, talked about him earlier. Um, Khalil Mack at number six, or excuse me, Khalil Mack. Khalil Herbert, I knew I was going to do I get You got Justin Herbert, Khalil Mack, all mixing to one. Um, the other running back basically split, split carries with Damian Williams in Chicago. So, um, you know, might be somebody else you want to look to as well. Talked about the big David Njoku. I don't know if that's ever happening again. But you never know. So if you want to take a stab at someone, you know, that's somebody. I don't know if I'd chase a dragon with him. Um, Real quick, some defensive matchups for next week. Colts versus the Texans. Dolphins versus the Jags. So we got some decent matchups. I know the Dolphins defense didn't look too great last week, but they are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he's, um, excuse me, Trevor Lawrence is very prone to interceptions. So, you know, something to look out for. The Colts defense I have up here versus the Texans. Now, uh, I think, I mean, somebody mean might have had a sit last week. And right now, <laughs> they are looking really good. Uh, so they're definitely going to be a main focus of the waiver wire next week, um, as well as they play tonight um, and going into a game in the Texans next week. So, since we're talking about them uh, tonight in this particular matchup, let's just talk about what's going on in Monday night, the Monday night football real quick. Um, the Colts are putting it on the um, the Ravens tonight, which is really surprising. Right now, Carson Wentz, 307 yards, two touchdowns. The game's not over. We still got a whole quarter left uh, for Wentz. So great game by him. Jonathan Taylor, 46 yards and a touchdown. Also, 87 yards of two, two receptions for a touchdown. So big night for Jonathan Taylor. Michael Pittman Jr., six receptions, 89 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, so they're – they're looking really good offensively and defensively as well. Lamar is having a subpar night, 205 yards. No ones are picks. He is run uh, for 43 yards. Okay, there. He, threw a he just threw a touchdown pass to, is it Mike? Um, yep. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown just forced a touchdown. So there's the touchdown. And it looks like a 50 yard. So probably 250 and a TD now for Lamar. So he's having a decent game as well. So big night for Monday night. Um, again, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Tune in tomorrow again. We will have our, excuse me, um, our early prep show, and we're going to play with uh, high and low sports. Uh, we'll be playing champs or chumps, so that'll be fun to uh, too fun to tune into as well. Um, we're also going to go over our ultimate teams. Look at the, how they worked out. Starting sitems, we'll just look at how we did and how how. How we're going to do hopefully next week. Maybe we'll do a little better. All right. So, Nick, I appreciate you being here tonight, muscling out with us. Guys, don't forget, Unhinged Radio, 8 to 9 a.m. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. We appreciate you, and we are out. Do, do, do. Way to fill in, Nick. It's time. Uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 